0: Hey, we've got some uh, incredible election <laughs> coverage. I, the only reason why I'm saying this is because I just heard Stu just say it. Yeah, I was bragging about yeah, my own election coverage I didn't today. I listen to a word of it, but, but it. it's on the podcast. Mm, um, we, have some, we have some really good stuff, including um, <laughs> um, what's coming this summer. Oh, I don't know. War, famine, pestilence, death. That's that's the four horsemen, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, got all the horsemen covered. Yeah. And they're and the only reason why they're not coming in like Broncos is because gas is so expensive, uh, and so uh, they have to ride horses. But anyway, that's all on today's podcast. If you're one of the millions of Americans who suffer every day from pain, listen up. There is hope. And it comes in the form of Relief Factor. Relief Factor is tremendous. And I read stories every single day. Testimonials of people who say, you know, I was having a hard time just going for a walk, going to the office, getting into the car, my back, my knees, whatever. And then they tried Relief Factor. And their pain is either under control or gone. It's gone for me. Relief Factor, not a drug, developed by doctors, and you get the three-week quick start to try for only $19.95. 70% of the people who try it go on to order more. Want a drug-free and natural way to get your life back? ReliefFactor.com. That's ReliefFactor.com. You're
1: listening to the Best of the Blend Back Program.
0: Is the Glenn Beck program today is primary in many states today. What are the big races Stu? Uh the marquee stuff? You've got the gubernatorial primary uh, for the Republicans in Georgia,
2: which is one of the big ones, Purdue mm. and Kemp doing battle there. You've got a three way race for the Alabama Senate primary, which is a pretty interesting one, actually. Um, and that one is the one where if you remember, Mo Brooks, who's been yes, on show yes, before, yes, yes, he yes. was he was endorsed by Donald Trump in March. Then collapsed. Well, no, he was was kind of... People basically said he was unendorsed, excuse me, unendorsed uh, by uh, Trump in March. And people thought it was over. He's since... Kind of had a like, kind of an amazing comeback and is now right there in a three-way race uh, for for that. They'll only find they'll only get that down to a runoff run today, though. The, the top two is what's important there in Alabama
0: today, and then big one in Texas as well with Ken Paxton. And Ken Paxton is joining us today. He's facing off with oh, please, please, dear God, if there is any common sense left in the state of Texas, get out the bushes for the love of Pete. Ken Paxton, welcome to the program. How are you? Hey, I'm doing really well. It's going to be a good day, Glenn. I think uh, your your uh, your prayer is going to be answered. <laughs> I I think so too. But I can I mean, I saw who you're running against, and I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. Enough of the bushes, George P. Bush. Please, um, can we talk a little bit about because I think you are going to to win, and nobody should take that for granted. Please go out and vote. Uh, if you're in any of the primary states, we need the best people in office. Um, immigration, I, just reading the headlines today, Roger Marshall says it's a war zone at the U.S.-Mexico border, worse than I saw at Poland-Ukraine border. We also have Abbott coming out and saying as many as 100,000 migrants waiting to cross into Texas. What can we do?
3: You know, it's it's a it's a challenging situation for the state of Texas because we have this ruling that sits out there from USN Arizona that says we can't do anything. What I hope that we will do as we fight the Biden administration in court. We have we have a potential really good ruling coming down in June from the Supreme Court on the remaining Mexico asylum program. If we can win that in June, that will be a huge win. Assuming the Biden administration actually follows the court order and federal law. We'll be we'll be back in court uh, looking to hold them in contempt that they don't. So mm. we, we if we get that win, it, it will be huge because it will give us leverage to go go get them to do something about it. But I also I hope that my legislature, someone in the governor's office, uses an executive order something that challenges that V. Arizona case. Because I think it was wrongly decided. It cannot be right. That states don't have the authority to protect themselves with the federal government. Not only fails to do so, but invites the cartels to bring as many people across exactly right. the border as possible. That, that exactly right. right. That is a wrong decision. No. So I want to go challenge that, and 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 I want the opportunity. I have to have. I have to have somebody basically pass a law in in my state, and and then have the Biden administration sue us, or at least if they don't sue us, we get to implement the law and protect ourselves.
0: Well, I got to believe that that is right. And, and Ken, I was just talking about the crisis that is coming with food and with fuel and migration. If food gets bad down in South America, they're all coming here. And the uh, um, administration has made it very clear that we stole all of this stuff. So why not come and just take it and claim it? We could be seeing real, real problems. I know. What was it? half a million people came across in the last 45 days? Is that possibly That's, right? Uh,
3: that is very close to the... Number. I don't know what the exact number because they don't tell us the exact number, but when you see the reports just from April and March, 221,000 and 234,000 that they actually counted, those are record-setting numbers for the century, not just for the year, not for the last 10 years, not just for the... I mean, the century.
0: <sighs> um, so... Um, what are the big things that you're working on right now that you think are the most important, besides the border, the most important things?
3: So, I mean, there are really two things that I, I consider the most important thing. We, we, were, we were in a battle over the uh, heartbeat bill and then also the Dobbs case, which we're waiting for that to come down. We, we actually drafted the amicus, and that's the, the case that we argued that Roe v. Wade should be overturned. And 23 other states joined us as Mississippi tries to defend their 15-week ban. We argue that the whole thing should be struck down. So I think that's an important decision coming up and something we've been working on for years. I think this is our opportunity, and I really do believe the court's going to stick with the opinion that got leaked. And then second is our massive fight in Texas. We have four Google lawsuits. We have one Facebook lawsuit, and we're involved in litigation with Twitter. So that's not the end of what we're going to do. That's just the beginning. And... If we don't stop these big tech companies from controlling the marketplace of ideas and from crushing competition in America, we will not be free.
0: There is um, uh, Ron DeSantis said uh, yesterday. There's no way Florida will support the WHO global pandemic treaty, which the Biden administration is trying to change and basically take out any roadblocks of you know national sovereignty um have you looked into this and and what would we be doing in that case
3: so we're going to look at every little bit of that if they if they get that through and we'll we can't do anything until they do something but if they actually do something that affects our state and, and other states we'll we'll go fight we'll go fight them in court and try to stop them and we've had a really high success rate in court against the biden administration we're, we're at over 90 percent so I do think that they will probably violate that.
0: They probably violate what
3: federal law, and so Mm it's 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 going to be another lawsuit from the from the state of Texas. We have, by the way, Glenn. We're in thirty-four lawsuits with the Biden administration just in a year
0: and a half. Um, I loved George P. Bush's uh, remark on that. Uh, You know, we 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 need uh, an attorney general that just doesn't sue all the time. Like what?
4: What are you talking
0: about?
3: <laughs> That's what he's, You know what? I would tell him he's running for the wrong job. Now.
0: Yeah, yeah. Something else. Yeah, go back to That's the railroad we job. We or fight. Whatever. We
3: fight. We don't have guns. We have courts. That's what we use. We have lawyers. And so, if he doesn't want to fight with lawyers, this is not the right job.
0: Uh, Ken, best of luck to you uh, today. Um, I hope you don't need it, but uh, it is primary day, and we'll be out voting. Thank you so much.
3: Well, I, hey, I, I I appreciate it, and please yeah, again, just encourage your people to get out and vote because if we don't vote, then polls don't matter, our works don't matter. We got people have to vote with their feet and get out and vote today.
0: Yeah, this is uh, this is hard, especially when people are you know you're like ah oh, they're gonna win. That's when people lose because all of the supporters yep. stay at home. Thank you so much, Ken. Yep, that's appreciate it. you, you Bye bye. <laughs> This is the best of the Glenn Beck program. So, Stu, uh, are you, uh, you know, you, you ready for day number three of uh, the World Economic Forum? Or? I sure am. I mean, how much fun is this? It is my favorite global economic shut up Yeah, number one on my list Mm -hmm. now uh, we have a clip from world economic forum here they're just talking about some new technology that's coming so it's going to be very exciting
4: fast forward five years do we have
3: a central bank digital coin out there in the world that is being utilized on a daily basis whether it's wholesale or retail, and it becomes a superior system. Francois, yes or no? Uh,
1: We have several experiments which are not very far from that. They're not yet generalised, but they could be, let's say, the next three years, probably. It will go quicker on the wholesale side, I guess, because it raises less
2: sensitive questions. Yes, Mm
4: -hmm. Axel.
2: No, I'm quite I'm glad to hear what you're saying, uh, Francois, on, on the wholesale uh, digital, currency, uh, digital currency, not mm-hmm. coin. Uh, I'm also a believer that will come in five years, yes. What I try to say is obviously, you know, we still have those huge legacy environment. they need to migrate as well, so we will not yet see all the benefits coming through, but it will come and will be much more efficient, uh, also probably much more secure, uh, lowering transaction costs. On the retail side, I'm much more skeptical uh, certainly call it for, the, you know, established economies.
0: That's great. That's great. So we got that coming. But they also have something else in store they're very excited about. We're developing through technology an ability for consumers to measure their own carbon footprint. <gasps> what does
1: that mean? Mm. That's where are they traveling? How are they traveling? What are they eating? What are they consuming on the platform? Mm. So individual carbon footprint tracker wow Mm. stay tuned we don't have it operational yet but this is something that we're working on
0: oh man isn't that exciting we're going to be able to be tracked you know just for our own convenience and we'll know exactly what our carbon footprint is and this this he's the the uh head of uh alibaba which is clearly clearly so much into global warming oh yeah they're leaders I mean, do they ship an
2: almost unlimited stream of junk products all around the globe? Sure, they do. Sure, sure but, but that's
0: do. that's how you fix global warming, right? I'm pretty <laughs> exactly sure. Exactly right. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, it's not their fault. You haven't tracked yourself. Right. <laughs> you know, they'll just ship to anybody, assuming you're a responsible human being. Mm. So, uh, you know, what's really exciting is um, the people all around Klaus Schwab. Here's what Klaus Schwab said yesterday um at the uh, world economic forum about the opportunities that they have the future is not just happening the future is built by us by a powerful community
4: as you here in this room Mm. we have the means to improve the states of the world but two conditions are necessary the first one is that we act all as stakeholders mm. of larger communities yes. yes, that we serve not our only self-interests mm. but
0: we serve the community
4: oh that's what we call stakeholder responsibility and second that we collaborate
0: that we collaborate and and you know collaborators have always been popular you know in france collaborators were popular you know when when somebody else had this same idea it was i don't know was what what might be some differences of collaborators mm. oh i think history will remember them oh uh, exactly the same way but uh, maybe that's just me so you also have um you also have some some very important people um like yuval no- uh, noah harari uh the guy who wrote uh, a brief history of humankind he's fantastic and he is a he is Uh, Right there at the World Economic Forum, helping shape the future that none of us know about, uh, but it will be shaped by all the people in the in the room, which I think is very, very exciting. Very exciting. Um, Now, uh, Schwab is a guy who says the fourth industrial revolution is here uh, and it's going to lead to the fusion of our physical, biological and digital identities. And I have I've thought to myself ever since I was a little kid, I can't wait to merge with a machine, you know, mm. when you're a little kid. It kind of sounds cool when you're an adult, maybe, well, maybe you just like to remain human. Yuval and Klaus love it. Mm. L- love it. Love it. Now, um, what uh, Harari is uh, talking about is humans 2.0, which I think is is good. Um, He says um, we'll have a new global surveillance system uh, established in response to viral pandemics, which they're also taking care of this week, which is good. Um, And it may at first be seen as temporary, but it's going to be, I'm quoting, prolonged indefinitely. So there's I mean, what's the problem with that? Um, You know, transhumanism and global tracking systems. You know, I don't. So he has also uh, talked about the uh, creation of a digital globe ID system, uh, basically a vaccine passport, uh, the creation of uh, digital global money, which both of those are in discussion and uh, beyond the planning stages now this week in Davos. Um, and he says, once these two play things are in place, digital money and digital ID for all persons, global, uh, you know, globalists can proceed with the creation of the, the system on which nothing will happen outside of the global system's knowledge or control. Uh, and you'll be able to be monitored for your own safety at all times. You know, if you buy too much storable food, too much gasoline, diesel. Too much ammunition, too much alcohol, too much gold, silver, you know, they're just going to ask you about it. You know, they'll probably invite you down and they'll say, hey, what's up? What's up with buying all this stuff? And uh, you'll say, none of your business. And they'll say, come on, let's be a community here. And you go, "Okay, I think some of the things you're doing is evil. And uh, Mm. I'd like to prepare my family in a different way. Your, Your score has gone down, sir. And uh, the you, good
2: news is you can't take a train anymore.
0: <laughs> as we know, Bank of America just released, uh, you know, their uh, their little app. So you have your personal ESG score. Now, they told us a year ago, they're, they're not they're not going to do that for people. This is just for companies. They're mm-hmm. not going to do it for people. Now that they've done it for people. They are certainly telling everybody that will listen to them. They are not going to give that information to some global body or the United States government and then tie your, you know, credit worthiness to that or your credit card. No, they're not going to do
2: that. No, they're not going to do that at all. Mm -hmm. It's fascinating. It shows that we still have work to do on this stuff, though. The fact that Bank of America would still find it appropriate to put that in an advertisement shows that we've got work to do. on Right. right. Because You expect them to continue to do it. Sure. But just hide it. Sure. (laughs) They shouldn't be telling us about this
0: anymore. Right. Mm -hmm. So one of the other guys that uh, is good friends with Klaus Schwab and is really good friends with all of the past and current presidents of France is a guy named Jacques Attali. Um, He is uh, he's wonderful. He is. You know, he studied at uh, you know, the Ivy League of French universities. He's a Ph.D. He's a professor of economics. Uh, he's written like 50 books. And for 45 years, he's been the advisor to all of the presidents. Uh, and it's really exciting. He's currently not only advisor to the president of France, but also the founder, chairman and president of Positive Planet Uh, which is an organization that is contributing to the United Nations 2030 globalist agenda, which nobody really has a problem with. Um, In his book, The 21st Century Dictionary, published in 1998, Jacques Attali uh, describes a future pandemic to establish a world police force that would eventually become a planetary power. He highlights specific terms, including the word epidemic. In addition, he says, we will take planetary measures of containment, which will briefly question new no- nomadism and democracy. Huh? Huh? That's weird. He says um, the panic, the sheep like process by which. Uh, uh, one imitates the other for fear of being marginalized and left behind is not a malfunction of Western surveillance uh, surveillance, but it's it's its very essence. Uh, he says, you know, we're going to want to protect ourselves from disease and uh, this this prevention will invade our entire existence. So this is um, hang on. We have a uh, we have a phone call. Hello. Yes. Hello. Yes. Hi, uh, Mr. Beck. Yeah, I was in the middle of something, and I just—I was listening to your program. Yes. And first of all,
4: wanted to thank the gentleman who said the World Economic Forum is his favorite global economic forum. Right. We agree. Right. Okay. It's—it's it's, it's, a—it's the best. In, yeah. the, in the globe. Well, it's the only real global economic forum. Economic. That's word number one. Right. Okay. But you mentioned some of the technological advancements we are uh, trying to uh, uh, to help. The world with right now and you, you you did get some of the story correct but it was not the, the full story and I wanted to fill in your
0: listeners with with some more detail some more detail on yes. some of the uh, technology that is coming
4: as you know we're trying to help
0: y- oh sure the yeah.
4: globe is warming um, yeah.
0: overpopulation uh-huh. uh-huh and so we are for example developing books books uh-huh. they that's not a new thing no but these books are special these books
4: okay. when you read them they automatically sterilize the reader, and we uh, think that's the type of advancement. Really, we're trying to help.
0: Yeah, here. Okay, so books that sterilize the reader—would yes. the reader know that? Would it be, you know, hey, this book will sterilize you if you read it, or it's if
4: they read the whole book, they might see it in there. Right, but they'll be sterilized already at right. that point. Okay, so that is that is a All downside, right. but we're working.
0: Right, you're working on maybe a label idea, or we yeah. also have um, new. Democracy building voting machines. Democracy building yes. voting machines. Yes, these yes.
4: these voting machines will assist voters uh-huh. in selecting the proper candidates. Re- really? So, let's say, for example, you 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 select the the wrong candidate, we'll make it the right candidate. Wow, you will assisting. Yeah, assisting the people. We also have a new variation of hard seltzer. We're working on. What? Yes. <laughs>
0: Really? Yes. You have the the voting machines that change your vote. You have the books that sterilize, and you're working on a hard seltzer. Yes, white claw, black cherry, monkeypox.
4: We think people are going to love it. <laughs> what is the name? What's the name of that again? White claw, black cherry, monkeypox. Okay. And uh, this one now, some people, and I've heard you make these sort of references where you you make a sound. <sighs>
0: Evil. De- devious yes. in some way. Well, evil is probably
4: it. A... And we have had some ideas on that. I, I'm going to be honest with you. Some of the ideas have crossed that line. Okay. We, not not the ones I've mentioned so
0: far. Right. The monkeypox drink it, is not. It's black cherry monkeypox. Okay, it's delicious. well, all right, yeah. You I'm... will get
4: monkeypox, but right. it is a delicious. <laughs> it's the most delicious way to get monkeypox. <laughs> okay. But all we, right. we came up with this idea, and I don't. You're not fully supportive. Yeah, I don't yeah. think we should. Yeah. We were thinking of trying to develop a social media app. A social that m- shorts that shows like short videos of people dancing and lip syncing, but will have it completely controlled by the Chinese Communist Party. <laughs> <laughs> and we're, no, no, we're no. like, no one's gonna go for no. that. <laughs> <laughs>
2: listening to the best of the Glenn
0: Beck program. Jack, welcome to the program. Glenn, thank you so much for having me. Uh, are you you're over in Switzerland still?
1: Yeah, we're over in Switzerland still. We're just outside the World Economic Forum. Uh, Boy, I've got to tell you, the 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 amount of negative energy that takes place in, in inside that forum, Glenn, you wouldn't believe. The way they talk about people, the way they talk about how their world is going to be when they build things, uh, even before right, any of this detention situation took place, I knew I did not want to be there. Just on a spiritual level, it did not feel like a good place. Oh, and then we realized, Later on, when I got my arms up against the building and they're frisking me, and you know, realized, well, boy, I certainly uh, certainly had the right vibe about that.
0: Okay, so tell me what you were doing that caused this that you can think because they have not told you yet, have they? We have not gotten any any official response
1: whatsoever. In fact, um, when my friend Savannah Hernandez, yes. uh, also from Blaze, had come over, so she had come by and was fil- confronting them during the detention, they told her. We have to have a reason to conduct what they called a control operation, but wow. do not have to tell you what that reason is.
0: Okay, now this is not the, the Swiss police, the Davos police, this is the World Economic Police, which I didn't know the forum had police, did you?
1: So we're, we're digging into this, and I did not realize this, because going in there, uh, security-wise, got, you've got so many world leaders from all around the world that you've got military forces, you've got secret service-type forces uh, for the various world leaders coming in from Africa, from Asia, from Japan, uh, from across the Middle East, et cetera, and obviously across Europe. So you've got you know various units and various patches and uniforms that you're seeing just walking up and down the street in Davos. This was the first time that I had seen a patch, and having been in the military, you kind of—it's kind of secondhand to read uniforms, read patches. This was the first time I had ever seen a World Economic Forum police patch on someone's uniform. Now, what was interesting is that it was directly under a patch that appeared to be a Swiss, a local Swiss police unit. However, I've heard of uh, local police obviously providing security to private events, but I've never heard of a, Re-badged. some sort of deputization being yeah. done for one of these
0: events. So Jack, have you seen, I mean, I'm looking at the patch now and I cannot make out what the logo is. It looks like two rats or something. <laughs> that would be I too obvious.
1: Two, I think it's actually two rams. Um, so going or, you know, two mountain goats, okay. essentially going All for right. some kind of Swiss uh, angle there. The fact that it's held quite high up in the Alps here.
0: Okay. All right. So when they, when you're, you're just walking on the street, you had attended the forum and you were, you were okay to go into the, the, uh, the different, uh, whatever it is, uh, star chambers.
1: <laughs> we 've been in a, in a few of the chambers, so they had um, you know they have very they have a metaverse they call it different houses so rather than kiosks they set up storefronts and they call them houses so okay. there 's a, a Ukraine house, a russia war crimes house, uh, both funded by Victor Pinchuk Foundation by the way, one of the top level donors to the Clinton Foundation. Uh, they also had a meta so the metaverse house we 've been coming through um, reporting on this, and then we were doing a stand-up, just a typical reporter stand-up on the side of the road outside of where we thought was a nice shot because you could see the entrance, you could see the flags, you could see people coming and going. Been doing a couple shots there um, just for live hits as well as as recording my own podcast there. One officer came by, plain clothes at one point, said, hey, just wanted to ask who you guys are, see your press credentials, handed them over. Sure, no big deal. Here you go. All right, you guys are good to go. So We'd been filming for about an hour. The crew had just taken a break to get some food, recharge the equipment, and we were planning to make a move to our next shot uh, to meet up at a different spot that was a little bit higher up. And that's when two paddy wagons full of what we now know, were our World Economic Forum police, showed up like a quick response force. They came out guns drawn MP5s, that's your 9mm semi-automatic, and told us, you need to leave. You cannot leave. You need to stay here. And we need to check your papers again, and you need to tell us who you are, why you're here.
0: Uh, So you turn your, I'm assuming you just turn your, you said that they were, I think you used the word flagging you the whole time. That just means pointing a gun at you the whole time?
1: Well, flagging is a little different than directly aiming a gun at you. It's inadvertent aiming of a barrel in your direction where if a negligent discharge came off, uh, it would strike you. So there was one officer who, in particular, was flagging me for several minutes before I said something to him.
0: Okay. Um, And so you turn over the paperwork, and then what happens?
1: Right. So we turn it all over, and we say, here, you know, we turned it over before. We'll turn, you know, papers, please. So we'll turn it over again. Uh, at that point, they say, we need to frisk you. They took us one by one, uh, sort of behind the building, behind a stack of, you know, tables that had been set up there. Uh, frisked us, you know, spread them, frisk, hand in the front, hand in the back. We we're going to go through everything that you have. Open your bags. They asked us to go to the van. They wanted to check out the van that we had brought. You know, we rented a van and drove in uh, with the whole crew and all the equipment. And all the while, we're asking them, why are you targeting us? We gave you our our passes. We showed you who we were. We're going. So we're traveling under Turning Point USA. Um, They've got a whole Great Reset thing going. Go to tbsa.com. You've got a book up there right now, The Conservative Response to the Great Reset. You know, totally above board, nonprofit. Everyone's heard of it. You can go to the website very quickly and see it. And so I can only surmise, Glenn, that in the time where we handed our papers in the first time to the ha- time we handed our papers in the second time, it didn't become about what we were doing. It was about who we were and why we were there. Mm-hmm.
0: So then how did this um, how did this a- end up? You you uh, I understand that they at one point said that, you know, they wanted some of you to travel back to their van, <laughs> which would sound like something that would happen in a movie. Uh, and then you, right, you, you know, disappeared. And, um,
1: you know, and 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 you, you mentioned. I appreciate your your intro. The, um, you mentioned that I had served at Guantanamo Bay, and I said, "Look, you know, I, I I've done a better job of this than you guys are doing right right now. When yeah. I was on the <laughs> other side of the table in uh, in this type of this line of work, you know, you're not supposed to be so obvious about it, right? Right. And I said, "No, we're we, you know, if you want to," they said, "We just want to review the footage. We just want to look over some of the things that you've been saying and some of the things that you've been why." Filming.
0: Why so do they have, have to take do they have any authority to do that?
1: Uh, when they're sitting there and they've got guns that are pointing well, up, essentially you know, right. coming in your direction. You know, we didn't know exactly where we were going with this. But what I said at that point was and there was this young detective who had come over a woman and said, we're going to just take them just to view just to view the footage so we can do the footage right here. We can we can take a look and I can I can show you one or two clips mm-hmm. because, you know, number one. Uh, worst case scenario is the guy that goes to the van ain't coming back number 2 they take the card they delete things they say you can't have this back we're confiscating it etc right and Correct. i didn't want to get into that type of situation because look you know you you've done field reports you know i don't want to lose all that footage i haven't worked right it
0: today. right so um it uh, they just went away uh, in uh, released you, is that because,
1: well, no, 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 no. Um, at that point, that's when Savannah Hernandez showed up, right? She shows up and it's her showing up along with my wife, Tanya, my brother. Um, and she is getting right in the face of these officers. Why are you detaining him? Why, what is going on right now? That's when she's told by the detective, we, we have a reason, but we don't need to tell you the reason for this control operation and she starts demanding it she's going live she's filming in hd and at that point when they realized that this thing was getting bigger than they uh you know that they had bargained for that's when they packed up the quick response force went back into the two vans and they disappeared with into the gate within the confines of the world economic forum
0: that is so bizarre so bizarre well i guess it it did confirm Uh, A a lot of things that you were feeling on the inside uh, of that. Tell me what besides this, what is the most disturbing thing that you are hearing or seeing?
1: Well, what's really interesting, number one, is, of course, uh, you're hearing this ubiquitous talk of the global shapers, right, the global shapers of, the gover- of global governance, right? This is what Klaus Schwab talks about. And this is the idea that because of the COVID-19 uh, shutdowns and world economic resets, that we're now going to have a new form of go- global governance, apparently, that's going to come in the form of global financial control as well as global medical control. You know, the World Economic, or excuse me, the World Health Assembly is also going on right now concurrently in Geneva, which is a few hours down the road. I think we're actually going to probably go there tomorrow to find out about that. So this is the two-pronged approach of the Great Reset. It's economic and financial, but then also medical. And we've got Bill Gates. By the way, Glenn, Bill Gates will be taking that stage in about 30 minutes from mm. now, get talk, giving a talk about what he calls the next pandemic.
0: That is, I mean, it is truly, people say, these people have no power. These are the richest, most powerful people on the planet. And they're the world leaders on top of it. And I, I don't know about you, but I mean, you obviously, you know, were frisk when you tried to a, attend. I don't know anybody who's ever been invited to this. That's a regular schlub that's out there voting for people. This is really disturbing. Well, and, that,
1: and that's exactly right, because they're making the decisions for everyone else. They're inside the confines of their chambers. They're, you, they're living high off the hog, off of this printed money, off of the um, the leverage spending that's going in and the leverage borrowing from the Fed to BlackRock and Blackstone and Larry Fink and these ESG you know monopoly schemes. That's how they make their money. There's did, nobody from the real world that's actually attending this thing, except potentially, you know, the staff.
0: Did you? Do you have any uh, feeling at all that they are um, nervous that the world is catching on that that they have anything to worry about? Well, that was actually quite strange. Um, no, I don't think so at all. I think they are completely
1: in, in there, up to their necks, blinders completely on. They view the, and Clash Schwab said this in an interview recently. He said, I understand there is a fringe movement that is seeking to usurp the brand for its own purposes, but it shall remain on the fringe wow that's what that's what he that's what the one percent refers to to the rest of us by the way they refer to us as the french
0: yeah they're 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 the minority of one percent that are there making these decisions without us doing things that we didn't vote for we just didn't vote for but it doesn't matter anymore in stakeholder uh capitalism and uh global stakeholders um uh, jack thank you so much for um everything you're doing out there and uh, please stay in touch stay safe and uh And uh, touch uh, back with us if you will. I'd love to. Thanks so much, Glenn. Glad to thank you. You bet. Bye bye.